So, Tone, it's time to talk about our big show in April. Uh, first, I want to give a big thanks to Schedulicity and to Cosmoprof Beauty for, for uh, sponsoring the show. Um, yeah, in Maryland, April 7th and 8th. That's right. So uh, we're actually doing a show and classes, and we have the amazing Presley Poe and her friends. So tell us about her friends. Oh, we have Blushing May, Sarah Jane Maples. Who, who just, just won an aha. She sure did. We got Updo Guru, Casey Powell, for uh, those amazing Bobby Penn sculptures. It's amazing, right? Yeah. And from uh, Project Runway, we have Jackie and Lynn coming in, and they're going to um, show some uh, editorial work on the stage. And, and, and Lynn Huge does the, fans. And Lynn does the quickest updos in the world, so he's going to teach some of that as well. But then tell them what's happening right before the show. Uh, right before the show and right after the show, we have Johnny Cash, Livingston, doing some tattoo barbering brother yeah and he's open for questions and stuff too so you know if you have any questions while you watch him work yes sir up close and personal also uh another big thanks to uh to cosmoprof for sponsoring the uh shadow presley poe and we're gonna have the winner there yep miss stephanie dot p dot hair yeah so uh you'll get a chance to meet her as well and a big shout out to our boy ben mullen ben mullen yeah he's gonna MC the whole event can't wait to hear him so, again, all information will be available at PresleyPoeAndFriends.com. Check it out. Check out the classes, and uh, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I sit with my best bud, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, bro? So I, it, something that's been real consistent over the last uh, few podcasts that we've done is like we're finally able to um, reach out or, or to meet up with people that we've been trying to get on the podcast for, I don't know, months or a year or so. Yeah, I've been telling you for uh, since last June when we were in uh, Orlando, we need to get this guy on the on the podcast. I know, right? It, I, actually, a guy that works with us too, uh, uh, Artistry by Gabriel. Gabriel, he uh, he was like all the time. Have you talked to him yet? Have you talked to him yet? Have you talked He's to him? He's a yet? hard dude to pin down, man. Yeah, dude, this dude travels like crazy. Yeah, you know, he's another one that's always, always, always on the road. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I remember the first time I met him, and. Uh, he was just in his own world, rocking. To, I mean, he was just rocking it out in the back. You know, I'll let him tell the story. But this dude, yeah, he's legit, legit. Right? That's that. That's an understatement, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, so we've talked to a bunch of his friends. Uh, he comes up on the podcast quite a bit. But uh, should we get in? Yeah, introduce. Okay, let's do it. So, uh, joining us on your day off today is uh, is Lynn Fan, otherwise known as B Scene. So, Mister B Scene, welcome to your day off. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, finally, bro. Yeah, you I know, know. I'm here. <laughs> finally. Crazy, man, and I'm down the street. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Well, it's actually funny. Like, you know, uh, sometimes the hardest people to reach are those that are the closest to you. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know? Yeah, it's like it's like living here in D.C. There's, you know, there's, there's so much to offer, and I, I haven't seen much of it because you take it for granted. Or yeah. you, you just, yeah. Yeah, completely, right? Right, like you never go to the uh, to the museums no, or goes, any of that kind of stuff. To those. Right, <laughs> when you have family in town, when people from out of town come. That's that's kind of when you go, right? Yeah. That's, so before we get into your hair journey, journey, brother, uh, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, I'm born and raised here, actually in Wheaton, Maryland. Really? Which is maybe fifteen twenty minutes down the road. Did you go to Wheaton High School? 
I went to Kennedy. Kennedy? Yeah, so Silver Spring, Wheaton. Repping. Repping the Kennedys. Yep. North right. Wheaton. North Wheaton. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. doubt, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm born and raised here. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How did, how did uh, what got you into hair, or how'd you find hair? Um, I was a college dropout at uh, college uh, studying mechanical engineering. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, dropped out second year and found myself bartending uh, in the city. And somebody came into the bar and offered me a private uh, bartending gig for their salon grand opening. Mm-hmm. And that's at Erwin Gomez. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, in Georgetown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and this is before I even did hair. Wow. Uh, I was just a bartender at the nightclub. I'm just making money, having fun. And that gig got me into hair. Um, I had no desire to do hair, mm-hmm. no passion for hair. Mm-hmm. I was just a college dropout, having fun, making money. And I did the the private bar gig to help him open his salon and kind of got me, you know, into this environment. Right. And I was like, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> this is cool, man. And they offered me a job, you know, doing um, shampooing and sweeping hair. And at that time, I was 24 years old. Right. And, you know, at 24, you kind of have to figure out what you're going to do in life. And I think it came at a perfect time. And I was, you know, at that crossroad, like, what am I going to do? And hair came about. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this thing and just run with it. And I did. Which is which is hard because when you're at 24 and you're making that kind of club money and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're making a decision, okay, uh, I want to give that up to start sweeping hair. Sweeping floor money. Yeah, (laughs) and and shampooing. That's that's, that's a lot of guts. Yeah. Um, I I knew I had to do something, though. I, I, you know, fast forward in my life, I was like, I can't be a 40-year-old Asian male bartender. Right. (laughs) It's not not cute. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, I... I always think back to that day. You know, if I if I were to turn that gig down, I wouldn't be here in front of you guys. That's amazing, right? It's it's, it's crazy. What was that? What was that time. movie? Sliding Doors, right? Yep. Like that was your sliding door, right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, incredible. That wasn't really that long ago, right? No. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was 24 then, um, and I've been in the industry now 10, 10 years. So God, I'm what 34 years, now? Right? Yeah. Wow, that's that's that, amazing, man. That's crazy. It is. It is wild when I, when every time I tell the story, I just can't believe it. That's so. <laughs> so, that's amazing. so, did you go to hair school or did you just apprentice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did hair school too. Um, did hair school, got out. Um, so I did hair school. I bartended. I worked a retail job and I assisted. So I had all those four things going on at one time, um, and it just taught me how to hustle and uh, just stay motivated to you know live the dream right and um worked really hard and uh left the the salon a stylist and just branched off on my own did you how long did you work on the floor with uh with erwin gomez not at all not at all oh so you went right from i left as an assistant oh okay yeah. mm-hmm. and then we, go ahead. i was gonna say the one thing that the, out of all the podcasts that we do i think the common denominator is the hustle the hard work that yeah. you know that people are willing to put in to achieve what they've, you know, achieved. Completely. I mean, I, I, I think that that, at the end of the day, that, uh, two things, right? Like, uh, like hard work, if, you know, if, 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 if you want to be at the top of our industry, it's going to be hard work and uh, a little self-awareness, too. Yep. You know, those are the two kind of, you know, common denominators that, 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 that seems to, that has seemed to have come out yep. um, through the podcast. So did you leave 
as an assistant to go yeah. assist somewhere else? No. Um, I left it as an assistant and finished hair school and started doing hair out of my house, um, having this idea that uh, I could be creative. And, you know, I came from a you know a more higher-end atmosphere at Irwin Gomez. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with the, the creativity of hair, and I, I wanted to stay creative. And at that time, like, creative hair, there was no money in creative hair. Right. It was, you know, this is in 2008. Um, yeah, so I had this dream that I could make money being creative. So I started out of my the basement that I rented while I was going to hair school. I found a Craigslist, <laughs> turned into a little studio, and I just uh, rocked out. And with, like, guerrilla marketing style, um, using Facebook, word of mouth, right? Uh, doing, you know, a bunch of scene girls. Um, scene girls is what, like, that emo culture the punk rock girls, where it's like super choppy layers and block color. That's the scene look. Right. And I was practicing on these people and just making moves, man. And it started growing and the basement was just getting too small. Yeah. Wow. wow. That, that's wow. crazy because I, I know a lot of people when they're in hair school, uh, they're like petrified. Yeah. You know, coming out and. But, but and I'm, I, you know, 24 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah. On my own, just trying to trying to make it. And I was doing that f- out of my house for three, four years. Wow, yep. really? Yeah, so and I got hooked up with, uh, I, I knew that I had to grow out of that and into something more legit. Right. And I was working with a PR girl at the time. We had just met, and she knew a guy that was starting a salon suite business mm-hmm. um, here in Bethesda. Uh, we're actually sitting here today. Nah. Yep. Big uh, shout out to Tom and uh, yeah, and yeah, Jen. Tom and Jen. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, they, Symmetry Salon I Studios. Walked, I walked this entire premises when it was under construction, and I got first dibs on a room, and you know it was super ballsy of me, but I took on a three chair suite uh, oh. just by myself, and this is like coming out of my my house. Right. So my first move out of my house was a three chair salon suite, um, here, and. It was a huge, huge move for me. It was the first time just becoming legitimate. I remember signing the lease. I even took a picture of it because, <laughs> to me, that moment was like life changing for me. Right. You know, taking that big step out of my my house, and let's see what's out here. Um, and it was it was hard, man. You know, it's ballsy again taking on a three chair lease uh, by myself. Hundred percent. Right. And it's funny because this is that's this is where I met Lynn. Yeah. And uh, where I met B Scene. And uh, when you come in, and literally, how many rooms are you? About 20 rooms here? Yeah. Uh, or almost close to it. And uh, so you walk through the front, and, and B Scene's in the very back because he, you know, he had a huge studio, and but you can hear him from the front. <laughs> the, you hear he, the bass. Just, the, oh my God. He so, had, <laughs> so the agreement was, I and I had told Tom when I got in here that. You know, I do play music loud, and, you know, I do these crazy things, so they soundproof my room. I don't know if you guys know that. That room right. is soundproofed back there. So, <laughs> they didn't do a very good job. No, yeah. I'm in, the walls, in, in all four of the walls and on the ceiling, there's soundproofing yeah. that they had to put in, and the I don't know if they still have it. The door was air-sealed um, wow. so that noise wouldn't escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was totally like a club. I mean, it was like yeah, you were yeah, back yeah, there yeah. DJing. I, it was it was totally and, like a club. And, you know, and I came from a club environment, right? Bartending, so it was just natural for me to have a good time, show my clients a good time, and uh, it it was fun. And I was here a year, you know, and I was busting out of the seams, and 
it was a great, great experience. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the first time I picked up Schwarzkopf was, was here at Symmetry. I was using um, Wella before. And Cosmopop rep put Schwarzkopf in my hands and never looked back. Wow. So That's amazing, right? You know, that, yeah. And, yeah. I, you know, again, I never thought I would ever be where I am today. You know, looking back just five years ago was the first time someone put Schwarzkopf in my hands. And now I'm, uh, you know, the Schwarzkopf professional artistic team um, in North America. God, that's I know, crazy, man. Right? It's 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 been a wild ride, oh, and when you guys a roller coaster, it's it's been a roller coaster. I mean, I, I want to get into that because you, you know, one, nothing is done without purpose. So, you know, like, well, well, let's let's start. When you left here, where'd you where'd you end up? Oh, uh, when I left here, um, so three chair suite here. Um, I went to a small salon spa, and it's called Blue Water Day Spa. Uh-huh. They had a, ch- a six chair um, little area for salon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a spa, and the hair area was a room separate, and it had six chairs in there. Uh, I went in there. I went in there and just kept grinding, just the same. Right. Barely took a day off. I think it took one day off, and then the next day I was already in business. And just continuing to grow. I never had the – my plan was to never open a salon. It <laughs> Really? It wasn't. Wow. It wasn't. Um, even working at my house back in the day – I told myself, like, I wouldn't open a salon because I wasn't about that. Right. But you're you know, afraid it was going to lock you in and you can't I, I, be I don't creative, know what it was. Or? I just wasn't about it. Right. And um, just years and years of just working and learning and then teaching, I fell in love with teaching. And I was like, wow, I'm like, you know, these people are learning and my assistants are growing. And I guess I'm going to be opening a salon soon because <laughs> it was the natural growth of the business. Right. And, uh, I found myself getting ready to plan a salon. And, wow. you know, still to this day, I've owned the salon for a year and a half. And it's probably one of the hardest things I've done. You know, I'm still learning how to be a hairstylist. But it's no normal salon. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was at Blue Water first after salon, uh, Symmetry Salon Studio. So after my suite, I went to a six-chair um, space. And from there, I planned on – I well, I stayed there and planned the the big BC Studios Right. Yeah. And that took me about two years to plan and build. Um, yeah. So we've been open now. Doors open a year and a half. That's, That's amazing, it. too. I mean, it, it's it. A, it's amazing because of all the, you know, not just not just Lynn, um, but NBC and like all the, I don't know, contracted like hair styles that you have, you know, like, I mean, Casey and Schmegs yep. and, and it, it, because uh, I, I kept the, the same vibe mm-hmm. that I had from the beginning, which was. We can be creative, and we can make money, and we can have fun, and that's what I've always wanted. And you know, I just had this idea. You don't it? <laughs> I just had this idea that it could be in a warehouse. It didn't have to be in a retail area. Right. But, but, you know. but were you with Schwarzkopf before you opened the salon, or um, I? I'm not like technically like with them. I've just been working like in partner with. Okay. Yeah, I'm just a stylist from from Maryland using Schwarzkopf and creating content. And we just had a beautiful relationship going back and forth. And, you know, just for the past couple of years has been like really, really legit, like getting closer and closer. But it's it's a dream come true, you know, and I get to teach and uh, spread this throughout the entire salon. Yeah, that's so cool. So 
I mean, I guess we got to talk about it. Like, like, when did your Instagram story uh, start? Was that was that like 2014? Like when a lot yeah, of yeah. hairstylists did? Yep. I, um, my friend Hair God Zero had about 10,000 followers. I had about 5,000. So mm-hmm. we all kind of linked up. Uh, Guy Tang at the time had like 40 or 50,000. And that was when it started. You know, like people were like just growing and using Instagram. And I was one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I, I knew that Instagram would like help me promote just like right. the Facebook did at the beginning. And not really knowing where it was going to go, but I just knew I had to post. And Ricky was, a, you know, me and him would talk all the time on DM just kind of like throwing ideas back and forth but we never met though it was just through dm that's so funny because alfredo was saying the same thing when mm-hmm. we did the podcast with him he's like yeah you're like i knew about ricky but we never kind of really met and that yep. he actually said he had a hard time finding him because uh what was the story like he was throwing b3 like out in the audience or yep. something yep. yeah and, mm-hmm. and then and then alfredo had to go meet him and he's like i don't even know what this guy looks like right? yep. <laughs> you know? so that's kind of crazy because he never posted about himself right it was all yep. as he put it i was just doing skittles doing, yeah. doing skittle heads yeah <laughs> that's crazy so you guys developed this relationship before things really yep. blew up yeah yeah and uh me and him went to brazilian bomb builder first i think me and him were the first ones mm-hmm. to um come on board as like influencer ambassadors and would you guys go on tour together did you guys yeah work we together? were doing stuff together a lot um you know uh, b3 sent me a box to my salon and i didn't even like look at it twice it was just like sitting there this is before i knew anybody i was right. using olaplex Right. And the box was sitting there. And I didn't even, like, open it up. I just, like, left it there <laughs> until I ran out of uh, my bond builder. And I needed something. I was like, all right, let's just open it up and let's, let's use it. I used it and loved it, posted about it. Within five minutes, I got a call from Alfredo Lewis. And he was like, hey, man, you know, I'm Alfredo <laughs> Lewis, global ambassador. I was like, oh, what's up? How are you? And, you know, he's like... Ricky told me to send this to you. I didn't know if you would like if you're down for using something new, but Ricky told me to just send you a box, and we sent you a box, and I'm glad you're using it. I, was like, I love it. And then that's when it started. <laughs> that's crazy. It is crazy. Luckily, nobody moved that box. Yeah, <laughs> didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't end up in the trash. Yeah. 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 Be who? <laughs> yeah. But that's that's how me, Ricky, and B3 all got started. Oh, that's cool. It, mm-hmm. It's funny how things just fall in place sometimes for people, right? Or just, yeah. you know, or they 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 act, you know what I mean? Because the opportunity could be there, and they could either have a choice where, you know what, I'm, I'm cool with what I'm doing now, or yeah. they act. I mean, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm huge on almost like making your own opportunity. Mm-hmm. You, you put energy in the air, and you put your dreams out there, and you have it in mind all the time, every day. And if you just work towards it, and make the right decisions towards that dream, mm-hmm. it will happen. But how do you how do you how do you weigh that right? Like, like how do you weigh like this is the decision that needs to be made? You know, you said the right decisions. How do you know it's the right decision? Or, or, or how? I mean, you don't have to talk generally, but you know, yeah. how how did you go? Oh, that was the right decision. Or more importantly, what are some bad decisions that you made? <laughs> well, you have to make the, the bad ones to learn from them, right? <laughs> Speak yeah. it. So, I think opportunities are everywhere and you just have to try them um for example that moment i was at the bar if i were to say no to that salon gig i wouldn't be here if your friend asks you to do something one weekend that could be a door that opens up that you had no idea was there you know from 
mechanical engineer, bartender, straight to hair. That was something like way left field. Right. You know, and that was just something that came about one night. And I said, yes, your friend asked you to go help him do something one weekend that could open a door to something that you never knew was there. So it could be a bad one. It could be a good (laughs) one. You don't know until you get there. Right. So all those little opportunities that are hidden, you know, really important to like see them and just try them. We're we're glad you said yes. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I'm glad I said yes too. That's amazing. (laughs) That just blows me away. Um, Just kind of, let's relive that a little bit. So like, like it's gotta be amazing to think over the last five years, just like where you were like, I mean, like you said, a bartender in a yeah. bar, and now like you're traveling internationally and like being represented, and you're being represented as your name too, which is just is amazing. I mean, that's you know not 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 be seen for Schwarzkopf, not this, but you know you're being you know your name. Yeah, you know, that, uh, I, you know, I do relive it sometimes, but I'm so in the moment because I'm still learning how to be a hairstylist and I'm still learning how to be a salon owner. So, you know, these things are present. You know. Right. current situations to me now like learning and trying to figure out my next moves while living the like kind of going through the motions of what's been happening and trying to grow at the same time it's it's a lot you know what i mean no it's a lot it's a lot and then i have a personal life too so where does that come in you know what right. i mean so i do think about the past sometimes but more so what's next you know and the the industry is in in a, a really you know interesting area right now with the social media and where you know, everyone's thinking in their head like what's next what what are we going to do next what are the next trends what's going to happen no one really knows right you know but we're all just here trying to figure it out and i tour around the world you know talking to a lot of stylists because they're always asking you know, is Instagram like that important? Like, yes, it's really important. <laughs> right? You know, uh, how do I grow on Instagram? And I'm just like, you know, I think people have the idea that they want to be famous or Insta famous or an influencer. And I always tell them, like, you know, don't focus on that. You want to focus on the craft and let that take you to where you want to go. Because if you are just focused on being famous, I think you're going to go off a different path and mm. I don't think that's the one you want to go down you yeah, know that's well said yeah I, I think you're right I think a lot of people it, you know it, it's, it's a lot of work it's hard work and it, it's a grind but you know he you know if you love the craft that much and willing to put that kind of work toward it like you said it's going to shine yeah you know if you just go for the for the spotlight it's you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or you're spotlighted for the wrong reason. For the wrong reason, exactly. Right, right. You know, yeah. like, like that, that. you definitely don't want that, you know. But, it, I mean, if you think about in our industry, like, there's very, very few people that are representing the top of our industry that hasn't put the work in or who doesn't, who don't have the work. Is that a terrible sentence? But, who, you know, who, <laughs> who that doesn't have the, the work, you know. I mean, there's some really, really great work out there, you know. Yeah. And, and um, I'll tell you something that's interesting about, and this is, this, uh, I, Smegs is this way, Presley Poe is this way, Lynn is this way, but like when you're scrolling like through like your feed, you know that that's a B scene picture. Yeah. Right? Like like there's this there's this branding kind of thing that that's happened and I know certainly Smegs does when you flip it, you can definitely see hers and uh and Presley's that way. And there, there's a few others, but it's just it, it's just really nice and how did 
was that purposeful? Were you looking for that that brand recognition as you go through the as you as you go through the scroll? Yeah, you you definitely have to find your own individuality, you know, in your work. Find that look that defines you, and just keep it consistent and uh, post accordingly. You know what I mean? Right. Just don't go all post all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, I I think everyone has their own look, like you say. Mm-hmm. Like you just go through, you see a guy taking picture, yeah, a B scene picture, a Ricky Zito picture. You know, and I think it's cool how that's your expression of your art. You know, right. I think that's really important too. How do I express myself through hair, and how do I capture it so it shows on the inst- image? Show the image says it's 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 exactly and, as well. and it's cool. You know, what I mean, I can't right. replicate how Ricky does his, and he probably can't replicate mine. Right. It's just your own expression of your art, and I think it's really cool. I just I I think it's really cool. I love when I scroll through and I catch it right. You're like, oh, that's Lynn. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like that's really kind of that, that's cool, right? That's tight. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, we talked about you know how how long we've been trying to get get to get you on the podcast. When uh, when I said since last June, we were in Orlando premiere. Oh boy, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you and uh, and you know and I guess the BTC crew. All you guys were having a, a private dinner, and, uh, and we may have crashed it. Yeah, Gabe's <laughs> like, oh, I know where they are. <laughs> was that my birthday party? Yeah, yeah it was it definitely was. your birthday party. Definitely <laughs> that was my birthday dinner. That was, it, it, that was a funny, a funny night too. We uh, definitely crashed your birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. you did. <laughs> I think like everyone who was there was like there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, your whole team was the whole. Be- uh, yeah, but uh, my girlfriend Maggie put like put that dinner together. Uh-huh. It was like a surprise, and she invited like. Mary behind the chair, Philip, Alfredo. She invited everybody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, f- that's a that's a funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I actually thought I thought that was a BTC. Like, so you're saying that that Maggie put that together? Maggie put that together. For Sorry, my, Maggie. For my, <laughs> for, my, for my for my birthday. Oh, yes, okay. I thought it was the other way around. No, no. Uh, it was for my birthday. Right. Um, because I put together a, a nice dinner for her just a few weeks prior. Right. And then my birthday was in June. So she put together a little dinner for me, and it was it was beautiful. And all she wanted to do is funny story. All she wanted to do was pay for my dinner, but when it was time to pay the check, Mary already picked it up. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but you can't. I mean, it's Mary behind the chair. You don't just say like, "Dude, what the heck?" You just kind of sit there like, "Okay, okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks, man, thanks." So yeah, Gemini. So, I'm Gemini. Yeah. Oh, same brother. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That was that was funny. Yeah, so I remember you guys coming through. Yeah, we totally did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty awkward, man. <laughs> it was all good. <laughs> it was I said, yeah, let me introduce you to Lynn, man. <laughs> <laughs> True story. I do remember. I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, that's the first night we met Danny, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of firsts. Yeah, like, oh, actually, you know what? It was the first time we met everybody. <laughs> well, when you go to those hair shows, you meet everybody. Everybody's there. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I guess the only one we knew at the table, I mean, you knew Lynn, and, and we certainly know Phil. Right. But aside from that, it was... Uh, Everyone was there. Everyone's there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty surreal, actually, for us. That was uh, Sophie Stakehold. Stakehold was, was there. Julius Caesar Julius was there. Julius was there. Yeah. Um, a couple others were there, too. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alfredo and... Mary Behind the Chair was there. Mary, Mary was there. Yeah. Oh, and, and her daughter was there. Yeah, Haley. Uh, Haley was there. Yeah, Haley. Yeah. They were yeah. like, "Who are these ugly dudes walking? <laughs> Who are these old guys?" <laughs> <laughs> I definitely felt that way in the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. That was a good night, though. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, well, sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for us, not maybe not for him, but <laughs> just felt awkward in that room. But because it, it's funny, because you know, I, I just remember, you know, we're gonna get into in, into some more of your journey yeah. and all your travels. But you know, I just remember seeing you here, and then you were gone, and next thing you know, I mean, I just, I just, you were just all over our feed. You were just all you know, rocket pictures, ship, yeah, Blue shooting up, yeah. pictures. All over the world. I mean, you know what I mean. You're in like snowmobiling or all these yeah, little yep. trips. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it was just like, what in the world was going on? You know, yeah. I didn't know what was happening, but something was happening in that room. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And I think everybody's back there trying to drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So, were you actually in this building when um, when you started to gain tra- traction? Yeah, it already gained traction. That's amazing. Yeah, it started getting traction already. So, do you yeah. remember like your first like uh, like your first post, either by behind the chair or which what what, what post was in that moment? Where you're like, ah, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, a lot of people say when they think about the first time they saw a B, a B scene picture, uh-huh. and that's kind of what I go off of. You know what I mean? Because I'm just in my room posting pictures, doing my thing, and I don't even know what my thing is. Right. I get it from other people and what they tell me. Um, it was transformations. And working on a lot of dark hair, Asian hair, right? Um, getting them really light, silver, platinum. But I think it was the the before and after that really caught a lot of. Uh, but do you remember like the first time that? Well, you know, when you got that attention, like, do you remember like that? Like, and again, I don't know who posted you first or who put you on the Dude, map. Dude, it first. used to be so crazy when like all those magazines would post me. Like, in still to this day, I get so excited. Like when behind the chair posts me, Modern Salon, American Salon. If they repost my picture, I still get excited. You know? That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I still remember. Th- I don't remember the exact first time, mm-hmm. but I still get excited when I get reposted. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a- do you do you get um do you get excited like when uh when people that work at BC when they get reposted as well? Yeah, of course. Like when yeah. Maggie does. Or yeah, KC yeah, of course. Of you know that's part of our culture, which is the working closely with brands and mm-hmm. um, teaching everybody how to use social media. And how important it is, and to use social media as a, a business tool, um, and to to see it as like healthy competition. Um, that's what they used to do back in the the eighties, when Vidal Sassoon and the TG guys would just there was no social media. They would lock themselves in their rooms after a long day at the salon and just create. And right. this is what inspired me, like you know, through the years is right. looking back at the the eighties and the seventies. Um, putting out collections and stuff. The, the the Paul Mitchell crew and the TG crew wouldn't see a collection until it would be pub, uh, published in a magazine. You know what I mean? Right, so, like, right. the magazine comes out, it drops, and you see Vidal Sassoon's team create, like, some crazy, crazy stuff. And you're like, okay, dude, we got to do something. So they'll lock themselves in a room, and they'll start creating, and then it'll get published. And that's the only time you get to see the new collection, you know? And I think now with social media, you get it every day. Every minute, you just see great work all the time, and it pushes you in a good way to yeah. continue to create and innovate your craft. And I think it's it's amazing. Okay, I want to slow. I'm going to slow you down a little bit in your salon. Yeah, are you teaching social media like hacks? Let's say so. Like <laughs> if you like, are you doing classes and stuff for your staff? Yeah, we just did one yesterday mm-hmm. that had to do with uh, just new techniques that I've I've picked up. I'm continuing to learn too. 
But, like like social media. Uh, t- uh, uh, social media, yeah. We, it's it's all around us. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I allow phones on the floor all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure they're like, hey, are you posting a video? Right. They understand how important it is. You know, right. they they work around me, so they they see how important it is to me. Right. So they 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 pick it up too. So you're, but um, but you're having classes on how to like, you're, yeah. Like I know you're having color classes in the mm-hmm. salon, and like this is in it's just stuff that you picked up along the way, and then you're yeah. sharing it with your team. Yeah. And then um, with social media hacks and stuff like that as well. Yeah. We used to do. I used to do these morning classes, uh, probably monthly, mm-hmm. eight in the morning. I'd have my staff come in, and I would do like a consultation type class. We talk about social media. We talk about photography. We'll do a basic color theory class. Just recently, it's been really, really busy, right. and I haven't been able to. So I did one yesterday. Oh, awesome! So I'm getting back, back to on the grind. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I don't know how many salons are actually, you know, committing to that. Or, but I mean, ev- also, I mean, B seen's an expert in this, right? Like the social media and stuff. Like, like, like he's <laughs> proven it, right? There's a lot of people out there that are that are doing social well, yeah, media. He's, he's a line in the industry, right? Know? Exactly. And the, but there are some people that are teaching social media that they don't have much of a social media presence, you know. So just if if you work in his salon, just how like That'd be awesome like that is. Me teaching it, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like when we talked to Daniel Mason Jones, he said that um, you know Daniel Mason. So Dan sounds familiar. Really, really quick about him is is that he does one point one million from behind his chair every year. Right? Okay, and he says what gives him the greatest joy is that he has four assistants so he's teaching four other people how to do a million dollars from behind the chair yeah so i mean i'm kind of relating you you with that as well it's like you're bringing this all back to the staff and you're teaching people how to do mm-hmm. what you're doing and, and yeah. i think that's pretty incredible I've, I've seen lots of my assistants and apprentices and stylists grow you know and well, they're all over the world man it, it's amazing it's amazing to see them grow uh you know coming from living with their mom not having a car not having much, right. but just believing that if I work with B scene, mm-hmm. I can make something of myself. A couple years later, they move out. They have their own place. They have enough money to buy a car. You know what I mean? Like those types oh. of things are beautiful. You know, I love that. That's incredible. Yeah, not only yeah. that, you, that, you know, by teaching them uh, what to do, you're the, you're living an example of how hard to work yeah. in order to achieve it as well. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, you hustle, you work hard and you do these things, you're going to be successful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like a proud pop, right? It's yep. like, <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> right, yeah. it definitely is. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause you have, well, well, Casey moved to LA and Casey moved to LA. moved to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, is in LA now too. Right. Schmegs is in LA. Yeah. And, and who, who else are your, uh, your branded like hairstylist? Um, we have, uh, BK the barber now. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, my assistants, you know, the entire salon. We were the most nominated salon last year for the One Shot Awards. Gosh. Yeah. That's 16 nominations or something. That's incredible. Yeah. And so as older stylists move on, we will continue to bring on new talent. So we have a really big event in a couple of weeks that will have 150 students from all over the East Coast. Oh yeah, it's all of that. Yeah, I mean, it's called cool. it's called back to school, and love. Yeah, because I'm on tour now, and I teach a lot of pros, and I charge them, you know, high dollar for a ticket. Mm-hmm. But what about the the hair school students? You know what I mean? Like, and I remember being in hair school, watching the television. They'll bring it in, and they'll roll it in, <laughs> <laughs> they roll it in, pop in the VHS, you know, and you'll see Robert Chromians and like Takashi doing their thing, and you're just like, wow, that's awesome, right? But 
that was me in hair school watching it from a TV. And I know nowadays hair schools don't get much love. And so this is an opportunity for me to kind of like give back and, and see what kind of talent's out there because they're all over the place. And when I, I launched this idea, um, I, I, I capped it at 150 because I think my salon can hold about 120. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so it's going to be smushy. Yeah. So I, I opened it up, you know, obviously not knowing what, what happened, but in less than 24 hours, 150 students RSVP'd um, from all over the East Coast, not just this area. Uh, we have Whoa. students flying in from Chicago. I got some word that New York is coming down, Florida, Arizona, Houston. 150 students at the salon at one time. Uh, for a free live color demo and what i i want to do is just kind of inspire um talk to them a little bit about short scoff and my journey and kind of prepare them for what's like really out there you know because i think that's lacking a little bit in in hair schools and they don't get a lot of support especially from influencers and stuff like that yeah so um from this event i want to see who who's out there you know that's incredible yeah it's gonna be cool it's gonna be really cool that's really, really cool. Yeah. Right, a bunch of young lens out there, especially if they're traveling like from Chicago. Yeah, but you know, the hungry ones, the ones that want it are yeah. the ones that show up. Wait a sec. Well, hold on, hold on. This kind of segue. So when the first time I met Lynn wasn't at at um at in Orlando last year. First yeah, the party. I, was the party when <laughs> when uh when the what collab- you guys call the it? Collaboration the collaboration event. that yes, you guys that, that you had to be seen. Right. Because yeah. Mustafa was there and, Ricky, and uh, Philip, Ricky was there, Philip was there, Alfredo was there, you know, a Everyone lot of was there. It, a lot of Casey these, was there. Casey was there. Oh, uh, I was upset. I was sick. I was like, Man, oh. you missed uh, one. That was one for the books. Yeah. Uh, Miss Kelly was there. Miss Kelly O was there. Yeah. Neil M came through. Neil was there. Dude. It, it was a crazy like time, man. It was awesome. But um but to that note, there were like people that flew in from LA to see it. Just to be fanboying. Yep, because we, I opened I opened it up the door I opened it up for the public to to come and instead of seeing us on stage on a platform, we're on the floor. We're on the floor behind the chair. You're behind us. You're next to us. And I wanted them to to be a part of a collaboration. So, yeah. I was so hoping that'd be an annual event because that was the raddest thing ever. That was crazy. You know, mm. with everyone's schedules nowadays and everyone's like contracted and stuff, it's 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 more difficult now than it was. Right. right. Yeah. God, that was a great event. I though, know. It man. was fun. It was fun. It was, I'm so glad. Actually, I'm so glad. Well, Phil called me Friday night, and he's like, hey, bro, I'm going to be back home on Monday. And I'm like, like, what? What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's when I came down, because at that point, I hadn't seen him in like 15 years. Yeah. So uh, this, this event, yeah, I don't know if you guys are free. Um, you, de- you should definitely come. Yeah, maybe. definitely. Um, I'm on stage. The color demo is really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to get in front of 150 super motivated the energy in there it's gonna be so high because they're hungry you know just to to speak to them you know what's meet that them. date march 3rd sunday we're there yeah sunday march 3rd yeah, yeah make it happen sunday march 3rd um i think from 12 to 3 oh it's only three hours yeah because i'm not gonna do like a whole sit down i didn't mean it's class. only for three hours i was thinking about me all right i'll make it then if it's two over three yeah three three four hours i'm sure people are gonna mi- uh, be mingling around yeah um we're gonna have a lot of just you gonna have more food trucks i could <laughs> 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 but just a lot a lot's gonna be going down that day and it's gonna be really fun to see everybody that's so cool yeah we'll definitely be there yeah and yeah. the same event got uh approved for toronto uh back to school toronto uh sponsored by Schwarzkopf. And we'll work on an L.A. date. 
and this is to to get product in the the hands of the future professionals because you know short scoff is not cheap it's expensive mm -hmm. and it's like high quality color and to get these in the hands of the future professionals could lead to something else so that's amazing that's what the event is it's cool that's brilliant yeah it's so brilliant thanks you know, you know what I was just thinking is that, that Lynn was kind of the first one to kind of go like from hair school to like a studio suite, right? I mean, he didn't literally do that, but he like, he was like he went from hair school to like I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. Yep. You yeah. know, instead of working in a salon, instead of like doing the traditional kind of like trajectory. Yeah, most people go to the salon and like, hmm, there's I want I want more. He's right. Like, he already knew he wanted, <laughs> he already more. Knew he wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> there was also there was that girl that just graduated. We've talked about her a couple of times. Um, one day I remember her Instagram handle, but uh, I think her last her name is Madison. Madison Pizer. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. So she went straight from school into a salon suite, and like I'm kind of like I'm, uh, envious and nervous for her, you know. <laughs> That's you a know, tough it, role. It's it's competitive out there. We work in a very competitive industry. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. It's hard. That's it. But she seems to be killing it. She, her work is insane, though. Mm -hmm. You know, her work is legit. Is legit. Yeah, she won yeah. the award for Student of the Year. So that's pretty cool. So um, enough about her. <laughs> Let's get back to it. <laughs> so that's cool. So uh, did you come up with the idea of the school, or was this something yeah. Schwarzkopf talked yeah, it about? Was my, it was my idea, and when I pitched it to them, they're like, "Dude, that's genius. We love it's it. Genius. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So that's cool. It's, so it's just completely free for all students, and we'll pack the house to whatever they can hold. And then, so when are you doing Toronto? Toronto is going to be June. It's going to be held at the Schwarzkopf Academy. Oh, a birthday party cool. in June in Toronto. Yeah, for Toronto, you. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be you know again inspiring, motivating, and kind of preparing the the future professionals for what's out there, and just seeing the talent. You know what I mean? Getting in front of the the future professionals and that's so cool. Yeah, I, I just like I I kind of wish I was a student so I could go hang out all the time. I, I, dude, right. I got so many DMs. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> You know, I got to pay, you know, this much money for your ticket, but you're giving this free for students. I'm like, look, it's a totally different type of class. Right. You totally. know what I mean? No, well, I mean, come on, man. If anyone's complaining about that, they're, yeah. they're, they're being short-sighted in their own career, right? Yeah. I, and I think Maggie Maggie gets to join me on um, the Back to School Toronto event. Oh, cool. So they'll see both of us. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. That's really cool. Mm. Um, so do you think you'll tour e even more or, or, or just Toronto and LA and that'll be it? Oh, this year's packed. 18 right. cities. 18 cities this year. Uh so wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. 18 cities for just the back to school? For my tour. Right, right, your tour. Yeah. For my own personal. Okay, yeah, yeah. But not the back to school. Tour. Back right, to school, right. no. Back to school, right. is, it's at BC Studios in March. We have Toronto in June, mm -hmm. and then we're working on an LA date now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you think next year you'll you'll do more of those? The back we'll to see. We'll see how it does. See how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't even finished the first one yet. I know, right? 150 <laughs> people, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. But it's, it's also, uh, you know, something that, we talk about a lot is about giving back to the community, right? Yep. And then yeah. you, you can't give back more than that to, to the young ones that look up to you, you know, looking for something like, we, you know, it's funny. Cause we always say, yeah, when I did this event, when I put it together, I keep calling them kids. I'm like, right. <laughs> they're adults. They're adults that are in hair school. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you just said the young ones. Dude, you're right. there people older than you in hair school. No, you're right. <laughs> we did. Uh, Hoyt. No, there's nobody older than us in hair school. <laughs> That's I know. Hoyt, Hoyt was, old, he, he was in his 50s when we were in hair school. That's true. Yeah, I, I keep calling them kids. I'm like, wait, they're adults. Yeah. <laughs> Future professionals. Let's Future, go with that. That's Future professionals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to train myself to say that. Oh, that's funny. Sharon at the temple will come and yell at us. You know? Right. <laughs> Future professionals. <laughs> We have a, yeah, I'm super excited to meet all the people from all over, you know, the East Coast. That's that's yeah. 
pound it out, dude, because I you, think man. that's a brilliant idea. Thank and you. I think that's really, really, really awesome. And, you know, that's part of, like, what's next for, for me mm-hmm. as a, a stylist, as a salon owner, things mm-hmm. like that, is where where am I in this industry? So that's that's a huge thing to think about, you know, making my mark in the industry as a whole. What's next for B-Scene? What's next for Lin Fan? You know, and that's what's, like, next for me is figuring out where i place myself you know in that, the industry you know what that's called what's that legacy i, I don't know what it's called but <laughs> that's, what it that's what i'm that's what i'm doing you know that's that's 100 percent what it is and, and and that's that's part of like natural growth like i think everybody goes not it's just as hairdressers but it's just people yeah you know like like you get this it, it, you, you get enough eyes on you and then you're like Okay, well, you know, where do I stand, and, and, and how does this, how do I, how does this carry on? You yeah. know, you'll feel it. It usually happens when you have kids, when you start to think about legacy. There like, you go. Yeah. You know, there it is, mm-hmm. because that's your legacy. And then, you know, as a professional, how, what does that legacy look yeah. like as well? Yeah, like 150 what? of them in March. That's right. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so how is the tour going? Oh, great! I just finished my first one. Um, it was host uh, Liz Haven, out of Houston. She just opened her brand new salon called Clyde O'Hare, and she wanted to host my first class in Houston. That's cool. And it was great. Yeah, forty uh, something um, attendees. That's and cool. usually at my tour, I give the hosting salon uh, free tickets for the entire staff. They just help me out. They assist. They just make sure everything's cool. Right. Help out. Yeah. But my next one is in Phoenix, and we sold out twice. We sold out, and we added more, and we sold out again. So it's 55. <laughs> it's like Bruce Springsteen at the table. Yeah, it's 55, <laughs> it's 55 tickets uh, sold, and then you know 25 of their staff members. That's puts you, put you at 80. Mm-hmm. And then that's just ran, the, the randoms straggling around. It's a lot of people. Wow, and you're doing this 18 times? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next one the, in Phoenix is with Maggie. The first one was not. So right. um, when I announced the tour, um, I asked her if she wants to join on any cities, and she I had her just pick whatever city she wants to go to. And Phoenix, we're in San Jose, California. We're in Miami together. Um, wow. Yeah. How, how many people are in your crew did you take with you? Um, no one. No one. I used to bring assistants a lot, but there's so many uh, stylists that want to volunteer and learn hands-on. Mm-hmm. So everywhere I go, I ask for assistance, and they'll show up. <laughs> they just show up. Yeah, they show up. <laughs> right. And they, they're they're amazing, you know what I mean? And they they're with me two or three days and they just work by my side and learn. That's pretty cool. That's kinda of what we're doing with uh with Presley. So we I don't know if you saw we did it, we're doing a contest with Presley. Mm-hmm. Um Shadow Presley Poe. Yeah. So uh we're doing that and, and, and it's kinda of that we've had three hundred people kind of like enter to uh to yeah. Shadow Presley, but uh that's pretty uh, yeah. cool. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, yeah. they love it. Yeah. It's just so cool. I mean, it, too, it just it, it gets you in with the with the people that you admire on, on mm-hmm. Instagram and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really cool. So, um, actually, we just got a question from uh, Instagram Live. What, um, what, uh, can you give any advice as to what Mary or what BTC is looking for in the one shots? One shot. One shot. Yeah. Everyone's talking about the one shot. Yep, it's gonna be the topic for the next two three months, <laughs> without a doubt. But it's a huge topic for you know for me too. I I love one shot. I love again. I was talking about competition. Mm-hmm. This is what it's all about, man. Like right. work all year for this moment. You know, producing work for this moment. Literally all year long, I mm-hmm. produce content, waiting for the one shot entries to open, right. and then I start entering. You know, and 
You know what? That's pretty smart because I bet a lot of people, um, you know, go, oh, one shot's open. I can start doing hair. But you should have just been or you could have I've been working been on it since it the closed entries last year. Right. Yeah. Um, so do you hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So do you hold those posts? Like, no, I post them. You I, post them, I but post then, them. then you'll repost them as a one shot yep. um, nominee. Yeah. But or I always nominee, have but entry, entry. But I always right? have it in my mind. Like, um, you know, this is the image. Yep. Right. But tips and tricks to what she looks for. Um, you know, she goes on live and she has her own way of, and she'll explain what she looks for. Mm-hmm. But again, you want to, how do you express yourself through your photo? And I think that's most important. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like what we were talking about before about yeah, the branding and exactly, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. About the branding, yeah. the brand imagery. When you take a good photo of your work and you keep it consistent, then people will notice you. You know what I mean? She has her own way of judging. I don't even know how she judges. But I'm just going to still do me and continue to, to produce work that I like, mm-hmm. that I think is amazing work, and I'll put it out there. If it gets nominated, it gets nominated. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to just like start changing all these things. You know what I mean? She could, uh, you know, one day like this and one day like that. It does, you know, I never know. And I'm not going to like stress about all that stuff. You know? But I want the picture to be clean. I want it to look professional. I want it to look nice, and I want my work to be captured to a way that I want people to, to see it. So I think that's most important. I think on that note, too, I think I listened um, when, when she did her podcast with uh, with Eric Taylor. Uh, I think she was saying that most of the nominees or a good percentage of the nominees like had like under 1,000. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Had followers and yep. stuff, too. It doesn't matter. So th- that's pre- I mean, that's pretty encouraging, right? Like she's just looking for the work. Exactly, right? exactly. You it doesn't know? matter who you are. Right. You know what I mean? I heard when you first went on stage, you didn't say much. I heard you've kind of evolved into like yeah, a good I, stage friend. I used to be terrified. I used to not, just not speak right. at all. <laughs> I'd like, like, hey, who's the Asian guy in the back? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so did you take any? Um, did you take any like public speaking courses or classes, or was no. it just like you just you just stepped in the fire? I just started speaking. <laughs> <laughs> you went from one word to two, two words. Two years later, like words. he speaks. <laughs> that guy speaks. <laughs> Who was that? I think it was Alfredo, actually, who was like, yeah, Lynn didn't speak much yeah, at I first. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't speak much. Uh, influencer in your shop that, when we first met her, she didn't speak a whole lot either. And Schmegs. Schmegs? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she was super shy. She wouldn't say a whole lot. Because we, we met her at the airport, uh, heading down to see uh, yeah. all you guys. That was in and, June, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got delayed with her at the airport. I, I'm, I'm still blown away, and I keep bringing this up, but I'm just still blown away about you know how many contracted um artists you have in your salon like that 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 to me would just make me so proud yeah i'm super super proud of all of them yeah yeah so did did a lot of them um did they kind of do it like through your connections and stuff like or or not that the work's not worthy because it's absolutely worthy but like how'd you make that connection i guess is is the question or did they just they make the connections on their own and you're just Um, that fortunate well a lot of the brands that i work with know that I I teach a lot of what I do mm-hmm. to my staff, and you know as they get better and better and better, you know the brands know like there are there's a lot of talent going on right now at B Scene. So so they don't just like sponsor me; they kind of like go into my salon and you know see their work and kind of it's reach out to them. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's incredible, man. Yep. So a lot of them are you know B three artists, Pulp Riot. We have. Schwarzkopf in there, mm-hmm. yeah. So again, it's 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 a, a place where you can grow at your own pace. You know what I mean? We have products for you to to work with, 
and all the tools. All you have to do is pick up a bottle of something and like <laughs> and, shout it out. And right. next thing you know, you could be contacted, you know, by a product company. That's amazing. So yeah. if, if you're a hairdresser and you wanted to go work for BC and like, is that available to you or is that available to hairstylists? Yeah, it, it, it is. And a lot of people are always scared to like apply, right. but definitely, definitely. Would you bring somebody in without a book? Like if they came across country or something or? Yeah. Like, um, you know, I have interviews in a couple of weeks with, you know, six assistants right. that, um, applied. Do you use Linktree? We just we just learned about Linktree Mm-mm. on Instagram. No. So it's one link, it's one website, but mm-hmm. then you have all your links inside of that website. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Linktree. Link.tree, I think is what it's called. Okay. Do you see um do you see a a, a slowdown in like uh Vivid work or or do you think that it, it it's carrying on at the same momentum that it that it was say a few years a couple years ago? I think I think it still has the same momentum. Mm-hmm. Um but they are doing some wicked, wicked work out there. I've seen some sick, sick techniques and mind-blowing, that holographic stuff that they're doing. That is crazy. Man. Do you have any idea? Because I, I can't figure it out. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. So when we talked to Ricky, he was like, he thought that everybody, he's going, he goes, one day you're going to see like bank tellers with vivid color and stuff. Do you, <laughs> you kind of see that? Or, or he, he, he competed to Slowly. tattoos like 20 years ago, 25 Slowly. years ago. Slowly. A lot of, you know, I, I do, um, I do. My my colors aren't super vivid, mm-hmm. but they're they're kind of bright. Right. And I'm seeing more like nurses. I'm seeing like some lawyers, some doctors. You seeing lawyers and doctors with vivids or like muted vivids? Muted vivids, yeah. Like pushing the boundary. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 slowly happening. Baby steps. That'd be Baby cool, steps, right? Yeah. Well, that was it, right? Like t- like like Ricky's thing was tattoos. Like you know, just nobody had them, and now you know you see them everywhere. It's, it's you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not unheard of to see him on a doctor or whatever. What's your best advice um, <clears throat> to someone that aspires to be an educator? Uh, again, your craft. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have your own niche. You know what right. I mean? Like bring something to the table that's different from everybody else, and don't just do what uh, like a manufacturer wants you to do. You want to educate the things that make you different. So, don't just be like a, an educator for a manufacturer teaching a certain thing that they want you to teach. Educating the stuff that you want to educate has to do with like your thing, your niche as an artist. So work on your craft. And again, that's like the core of it all. Right. So if, I, if I'm if i B-Scene and I have a, a B-Scene look, I want to be an educator known for what I do, not for doing something that a, a manufacturer's going to tell me to do that's pretty good advice you yeah. know especially with the rise of like independent um exactly. independent uh education and stuff yeah and you know we just talked to rebecca taylor and she certainly is like the the queen of like independent education you know yep. with half the stuff pretty cool mr limit dude you are up to so much stuff and 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 i love that that and i'm gonna i mean you can yell at me if you want but <laughs> i just i just kind of love that that you're in a place of like you know what it, it's time to not and i don't even like to use the word give back but it's just the time to give yeah, you know, and 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 I, I appreciate that um, for you. I appreciate that from the industry, and and, and that, that's just really really cool. I'm, I'm kind of blown away by it. A it bit. hasn't been done, I think, especially with this whole rise of social media, and I think everyone's forgotten. Everyone's just on their own thing right now, mm-hmm. and it's just that time. You know what I mean? I think. So. Do you think you'll see a lot of other people trending towards that as well? Social media influencer influencers or. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, man. The industry is like so crazy right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, just know what you're you're doing. That's right. You know? Yeah. So. so I'm just uh, my own. I just in my head I have ideas, and I'm just gonna 
continue to to do what I think is is right and cool, and, and people know. are responding. That's right. So yeah, yeah. probably probably be what sets him apart from uh from the rest, right? Or it always has, right? Yep. Well, exactly. I just want to. I don't want to do things that people are just already doing. You know. Yeah. yeah. You put pressure on yourself for that though. All the like, time, every day. Like, like, yeah. I don't like, sleep much. Yeah, like, I just can't imagine like <laughs> on the plane, right? Exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, just can't imagine that pressure. Like, okay, well, I've seen that. That can't be done. Or like, how do you evolve that or whatever, man? Yeah. That would that that keep me up at night as well. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. We really, really appreciate it, brother. Oh, thank you, dude. I'm so happy we finally got this in. Yeah, man. Is yeah. there is there anything else you guys? Uh, is there anything that you want to push out there? <laughs> we other, just pushed the whole thing. Other than other, <laughs> other than, than new hires, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we covered a, we covered a lot, right? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Cool. All cool. right. Shall we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Mr. Lin Fan, be seen. Thank you very very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you for having me, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, That's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. (laughs) 